0: And joining the show now is Voice of the Argos. You can hear him every single Saturday. This week, it'll be same time as it was last week, 3.30 pregame, 4 p.m. kickoff for the final home game of the regular season. May see a playoff game. We'll cross our fingers for that. But Will Kennedy joins the show. Will, how are you doing today?
1: Doing well, Drew. Doing well. Trying to dodge some raindrops and hoping this rain will go away <laughs> before Saturday.
0: Yeah, ho- hopefully it will. Uh, I- again, West Alabama, the final home game. We'll get to the win here in, in just a second, but the anticipation for senior day is obviously a, a very special day for all, all the seniors all on the team and, and uh and everybody involved as well. I believe it is also salute to service day. So it is a big day ahead on Saturday afternoon.
1: Yeah, really one of the cool events of the season. I mean, all the home games are an event in and of themselves, but this one is salute to service, and you roll in that senior day you mentioned. We'll have the Army, US Army Golden Knights parachuting shooting the ball into campus as they've done down at Blue Wahoo Stadium for us in years past. So that'll be really cool. A lot of good stuff going on in the pregame. The tailgate has just been fantastic. You're going to kind of roll in that there'll be a bunch of stuff for kids to come out and do between 12 and 4, like a little area set up for the younger folks. And, you know, the Army and the different military branches will have stuff out there for people to check out, too. So it's, it's really a cool game. And it is. You know, we, we're certainly hoping to have a home playoff game i feel like if we can win our last three games of the regular season we set ourselves up nicely to potentially at least have one at pin Field. so still tons to play for and you never know what can happen all you can do is kind of control your own destiny and try to win out
0: yeah and that's a good spot to be in too where, where you don't have to rely on anybody and you're not watching other teams and hoping that, that things uh, go one one way or another uwf still inside that top 10 behind Del- delta state but uh how has this or how how did this win over the weekend compare to the others that the Argos have had in terms of a complete team performance on all three facets of the game, defense, offense, special teams?
1: I would say this is it. I mean, this is the best complete game they've played. They played very well, obviously, against Shorter. They had the special teams touchdown, you know, the punt return by David Durden. But all around, and this is, you know, this is the best performance. And this was against a team that's tricky to do that against because your defense can be put under a lot of stress. You know, Coach Schinnick made a point in the post game Saturday night. He said, hey, look, we just held a team that ran for 1,200 yards combined in their previous two games to 200 yards. You know, held them – more than 100 yards below their average per game, and really some of that was just kind of late in the game, and when, when the you know result was already no longer in doubt, and you know you take away a late touchdown when you had reserves on the field, and that's a 45 to 10 beatdown. You know that, that it was a dominant performance, and you know it was really kind of interesting in the first half. I looked at uh, Kyle Shoemaker, my my color guy on TV and radio, and I said, you know, it feels like we should be dominating this game more than the scoreline and, you know, letting them kind of hang around. It was 14-10 at one point in the first half, but it never felt that close really because the defense was dominant, especially up front. I thought both lines drew, both offensive and defensive line, put their imprint on the game right from the start. And it really told the
0: tale. Yeah, that was one of the things I noticed right, right away is that it was a run game, set the tone type of deal for the offense where, hey, we're going to run the ball, Shamari Mason – Ravion Hargrove, C.J. Wilson, they're going to set the tone for us, and the line is going to do that. And then off of that, U of Wee Jarrett, Nicklin diming it through the offense. D- David Dirty getting involved. Larry Rembrandt had some nice plays. Uh, uh, Jarrett Smith had a touchdown as well. I mean, everybody seemed to be getting involved with this one. How much do you think the good performance on Saturday prepares them for that final game on the road where they go to Mississippi College? Does it make it any easier or, or more, uh, I guess, it it's more relaxing knowing, okay, this is how we did against these guys. It'll, it, it'll be, we know what they're capable of, as opposed to we really got a lot of stuff to fix.
1: Yeah, I think you're gonna have a team when we go over to Clinton, Mississippi. You win the if you can win these next two games, and you know, at home with West Alvin and at Valdosta, which is always a big game, regardless of how the Blazers are playing. To go to Clinton, it was kind of one of those couple weeks ago. People were like, oh my gosh, we got to play Mississippi College twice. And, you know that that option attack, and they're playing really well. And who knows? And I think after you game on Saturday, you kind of walk away from that and you say, listen, the, you know, it's really Mississippi College has got to be saying, man, we've got to play UWF twice because Mississippi College, the way they play, we talked about it last week, it's unusual, you don't see much of it anymore. They can't change their spot." They can't, you know, all of a sudden install a new offense that's going to be able to move the football against this Argo defense, which is fast and big and didn't give Mississippi College anything in the middle of the line. And if you can't run that fullback dive or that quarterback run into the middle of your offensive line with the option, the triple option, you're in trouble. And we saw that against Mississippi, you know, with Mississippi College. They couldn't do that. The Argos gave them nothing in the interior. Puda Walker, LaRon Cox, Brandon Wade, all those guys really dominating up front. So I think you look at it and you say, we're going to go over there. The offense is going to be amped up because they're going to want to run the football down their throat again. And the defense is going to think, hey, we we liked it. We liked playing physical. We liked running around and hitting. So I like that matchup in the last game of the season. It is tough to travel. It is tough to play. That option attack. But I think that fits well for this team.
0: Argo's taken on West Alabama. We talked about that game a little bit, but Alabama, West Al are 4-4. Four and four. Same record as Mississippi College. They've lost two games in a row. They are 3-1 and one on the road. Not that that means anything, obviously, for, for this game. But how do West Alabama stack up against some of the other big games that UW, UWF have played light, like a Delta State, like a North Greenville, like a West Georgia? Are they anything like those teams? What can fans expect from West Alabama compared to some of the others?
1: A lot of talent on this West Alabama team, and it just feels like they haven't put it together. They got a different quarterback than the one that we faced last season. Of course, the Argos went up to Livingston last year and just blitzed the Tigers. It was, you know, one of those kind of days. I mean, they scored on defense and offense, special teams, and really just put it on them. And that was the game that, you know, kind of set up. You know, hey, we're going to the playoffs. We're rolling along after, and then you beat Valdosta, and of course it didn't. We know how it ended last year it, with a flame in the playoffs. that was not what the Argos wanted. But I think this West Al team—it's hard to say at this point in the season because they're coming off a game they should have beat North Greenville and gave it up at the end. And you know, are they? Do they still have much to play for? No, they're not going to make the playoffs. Not with that record and where they are right now. I think you know everybody though wants to give the Argos, give UWF their best shot you know, the upstart team, the team that came out of nowhere and won national championships played for two. Everybody wants to, to prove something against this this squad. I think you'll get West Al's best game, I just think the Argos and what Coach Shinnick says week in and week out. It's not who we play; it's how we play. And if the Argos come out and play like they did against Mississippi College and shorter, Westdale is going to be in trouble.
0: How do you think this group? Obviously, they've adjusted pretty well given their record this year. But, but being the hunted, and how have they taken that over the course of the year and given them some motivation? And I guess how has Coach Chenick? Do you think maybe even given them some motivation? Is it just simple as, "Hey, we're going to get everybody's best effort"? every single week that we play so we got to be focused we got to be ready we got to be prepared I get almost in a way the exact same thing that Nick Saban says week in week out with his group
1: very similar to that and and I think really though that Delta State game and then of course North Greenville the week after a loss and a win but a win with a field goal in the final seconds I mean that was a slap to the face you know that was one of those you can't take anything lightly you can't anticipate that you're going to win you can't in mean, and think, hey, we're West Florida, we're ranked in the top 10, and you know, you're know you going to lay down in front of us. We saw that with Delta. So I, I think that you know, that shakes it up a bunch and forces the team to be more on edge and hungrier. And maybe, you know, if you can get your mentality, and this is the easier said than done, but if you can get your man- mentality wrapped around that, hey, we're the hunter, and that was the, that was the mentality in 2019. That was the way this team thought. It was the trap tour. They had to go on the road all the time. They had to go in and beat people in their place, people they weren't supposed to beat. You just got to get yourself thinking that way. And This team, what I love, Drew, is I talk to, you know, some of the offensive players during the week when I see them on campus. And, you know, Pee Wee Jarrett, David Durden, and Caden Leggett, and those guys, and they're like, hey, listen – if we're running the ball for 10 yards to carry, of course we're going to run the ball. Hey, they want to yeah. pass. They want to throw the ball all over the park. They want to you know, have touchdowns in big games at 100 yards, but they understand what's working. And what Pee-wee said to me is that he said, listen, sooner or later, the other team, somebody we're going to play, maybe it's West Al this week, maybe it's Fal hasta maybe it's the playoffs, they're going to have to walk 11 people up into that box to try to stop Shamari Mason and Rabion Hargrove. And when they do – you're going to see Pee Wee Jarrett and Durden and Leggett and Smith and Bremberg and all these guys. They can air it out. We we know that. We saw that in the first couple weeks of the season. They just haven't had to in a long time.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really good point with this offense and how dynamic you know it has been. You you mentioned Valdosta State. How how they're they're three and, and five and I don't think anybody would have expected this. They're going through some changes, but how much of a total flip? of a year has it been from this Valdosta State program compared to what they did last year and what people thought they would probably do again?
1: Yeah, new coach in there, obviously, as they lose their head coach to McNeese State and bring in a guy from Colorado who's coaching out in Colorado with a, with a good program, Colorado Mason. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things. They got their quarterback back. They got a lot of skilled guys running back and everybody back. It's hard to say what has gone wrong. I don't, you know, from what I've watched, and it's limited film, but from what I've seen about Valdosta, they really didn't change the system around. They're still going with what's been successful for them. And it just feels like this is one of those lost seasons. What's crazy, Drew, is, you know, the way that it works in the GSC, we're playing Mississippi College twice, and Valdosta's playing shorter twice in this Mm. kind of, you know, this extra game. And that's all based on who finished first and second and all that. If you finish second in the GSC, which is a distinctive chance that the Argos may do that with that loss to Delta, we may have to play Valdosta twice next year if they finish (laughs) seventh. So it's a weird deal, and you you certainly expect Valdosta to bounce back quickly. And honestly, I mean, it's not just one of those, I'm not Lou Holtzing this. But we still got to play them in Valdosta. I don't care what their record is. That's true. You cannot go in there thinking this is a Valdosta team that's not good this year and we're going to walk over them. I mean, we scored 60 on them last year, and they ended up going, you know, beat them at home badly, and they ended up going to the national championship game. They're still a dangerous football team.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. And speaking of bad defense, they gave up 54 last week to West Georgia, 49 <laughs> to Mississippi College. They, gave up, they lost 70-31 to 31 to Delta State. I mean, this defense is – I mean, Peewee Jarrett's going to be. All those guys are going to be licking their chops. I think going into the game, obviously they got to go out and execute and all that. But uh, given what we've seen, it's not the same Valdosta State team we're used to seeing at least uh, for this year. I do want to bring up as well. Uh, Jenna Zidlow is uh, second straight GSC Offensive Player of the Week for volleyball. The volleyball team looks really good. They lead the GSC. Things are are going as expected, and they are coming off a couple of big wins over the weekend as well.
1: Yeah, you know, Jenna back to back weeks with that. They will be at Montevallo tonight, starting here in a couple minutes, and then they're home for two matches. Uh, Friday and Saturday they'll play at noon on Saturday right before the football game and that's the end of the GSC regular season and you know they keep winning out they'll host the GFC tournament which they have done the last couple of years and of course have won that tournament and so that's been fantastic men's and women's soccer had games over the weekend last weekend with homecoming swept both Mississippi college and Delta on both sides there they both clinched the GSC regular season championships and they'll host in the first round on Sunday men and women's side I think we had you know the goal of the week and offensive player of the week for the men's soccer with Connor Santos. So lots of honors just continue to roll and pick up wins. Swimming and diving went over to Tallahassee and beat North Florida and Florida Southern. Uh, they're five and zero oh, against Division two teams this year. Cross countries ranked in the regional rank. You know it just it, it never stops and the the awards come out each week and you love to see it. These student athletes are doing incredible things and you know, volleyball ranked the top fifteen in the country. I think women's soccer is now in the top ten. And men's soccer was in the top 15. I think they move up a spot or two when the new rankings come out. So it's it's a good time, and you know conference tournaments around the corner. That means NCAA's are right there as well, and football too. I mean, you know, we, we touched on it early here. Three games left to go. If you can win out, you put yourself in a position. And all these Argo teams have, you know, they got they got big plans, <laughs> big big visions of what's ahead.
0: Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh, again, Will Kennedy, voice of the Argos. Will appreciate the time as always. You have a good one. Have a good call on Saturday, and uh, go Argos.
1: Yeah, we'll be with everybody at 3:30 for the pregame. Then get on into that game. Keep this rain away. And we'll talk to you later, Drew.